Hey, what's going on, everyone? And welcome back to another episode of the First Year Out Podcast. The number one bi-coastal podcast in the world. Where we kick back and we talk entrepreneurship, monetizing your passions, and ultimately being a creative in business. I'm your host out here in San Diego, California. And I go by the name of Dom Witherspoon. And... Before we get started in this episode, first of all, I want to say uh, shout out to everyone for tuning into this episode of the First Year Out podcast. Shout out to everyone who keeps coming back. Shout out to to everyone who's sharing and commenting. And, you know, I hope that you are genuinely getting something from from out of listening to these episodes of the podcast. And uh, whatever it is that you do want to hear, just let me know and we can incorporate that into the structure of the show Um, with all of that out of the way. I've I've been contemplating on how I wanted to proceed with the show, whether whether I wanted to keep it business as usual or if I needed to address or if I needed to address what's happening in the world. And, you know, it's not a matter of whether I want to speak about it or not. It's just a matter of the platform. And and I know my feelings and. You know, it's a number of contributing factors or whatever. But with all of that being said, you know, I, I was listening to last episode and I remember saying something about, uh, you know, the new setup and is black on black on black because I've been wearing all black, you know, me. And then you have the black background. And so and so I think I think, you know, I, I, I have to do it. I have to we have to speak about these things that's happening uh, in the world um, as far as the protests are concerned, you know, uh, and the things that led to it, quite frankly. And so and so I know I know this is not just about what happened with George Floyd. I know this is not just about what happened days prior with Brianna. I know this is not what this is. It's not about Sean Reed. This is not about Ahmad. You know what I mean? And not specifically anyway. You know, I'm not saying that they don't matter or. You know, their ordeals don't count. I'm saying those things are just catalysts. I'm saying everything was already in motion. You know what I mean? It's not these weren't just the first instances. You know what I mean? This this type these type of injustices is not something that's new to us as a people. It's not. And and see, I feel myself already. This is why I don't like speaking about it, because <laughs> I feel myself already. I get upset. I get angry. Um, I feel the heat rising from my feet up to my head. Uh, most of the time, the, the people that you're trying you're trying to speak to about these different things, they just don't understand. They can't understand. They won't ever get it, whether they're trying or not. They they, they just they you can't you can't possibly understand. You couldn't possibly understand. And this is why I don't like speaking about it. This is exactly why I don't like speaking about it because I get worked up. And I know myself well enough to know that. And what I also know is if you think about if you think about whether you get angry, even just talking about it. And and you realize that that's what's happening. And then I want you to take a step back. And when you take that step back, I want you to realize again what's happening. And what you probably realize is that the feelings that you are feeling, the feelings of anger the feeling of hopelessness, the feeling of being alone, 
of, of being misunderstood, all of these different feelings is what you're meant to feel. It's the way it's set up. When we speak about systematic injustices, these are the feelings that we were meant to feel as a people right into their plan. It's all written. It's all written in. And when you do think about it, you get upset and, and you realize I'm not going to play your game. Not in a way that you want me to anyway. I'm going to show I'm going to show you. We're going to turn this thing up. We're going to see exactly what, what what's going to happen next, because you know what? Right now in this generation, it's not the same. It's not the same. We ain't have no no real leaders in two generations since the 60s, since the civil rights movement. And you mean to tell me in 2020, the battles are the same? Is that what you're telling me? You want me to accept that? Nah, son. Nope. Nope, it's not acceptable. And you know what else I realized is that over the years, we as a people, I'm speaking directly to my people, man, for real. Because, you know, I've I've been thinking, you know, it's like certain things you don't want to say because you don't want to offend um, a certain demographic of people or you feel like, you know, you got to be mindful of who who your actual listeners are and things like that. And you want to make sure what you're saying is being tailored to to them in a way where they'll be able to gain something from out of it. And, and that may lead me to misstep. It may lead me to censor myself in a way that I wouldn't censor myself if I was speaking to one of my friends. You know, and so and so that's what we're doing with this episode. That's what we're doing when you when, when you're dealing with stuff for, for generations after generations. And it, it it's not it's not improving for <laughs> your way of life is not improving. It's not improving for for you and your family and for your friends and for your community and for your culture as a people based off things that were put into play long, long, long ago. It was put into play long ago. And it's no way that these people, first of all, <laughs> it's no way that you could have foresaw that this will have been happening in this way for this amount of time for generations to come. And if that was the plan, think about how sinister you have to be. Think about how sinister you got to be to not only curse the people that you have right here in front of you, but then to curse their children, to force them to live through different, different ordeals so that they cannot get ahead as a people. That's oppression. Think about how sinister that is. And for for people for for a group of people to have this same mind state so much so that you feel bold enough to put this type of thing into writing. You are brave. And it's arrogant. And you really think that this, these people that you are oppressing is not going to sit there and turn around and make something happen for themselves, to make something happen for their people, to make something happen for their community? How long did you? <laughs> Y'all funny. It's funny. It's comical to me that you can op- you can sit there and you can oppress a group of people for so for so long. And now you're confused or you're afraid when they say enough is enough. Now you feel like you're the victim. You feel like injustice is being done to you. You're mad over burning of buildings. Who gives a fuck? Who cares? Who? Not me. Not my people. I'm not out there looting. I'm not out there burning stuff down. But shit, if they're going to do it, go ahead. You have my support. Straight up. You have my support. 
for real because it's been going on for too long it's been going on for too long for too long our people being in the projects you saying trying to make choices for other human beings as if as if who the hell are you who are you who are you to try to make a choice for somebody else to determine their fate who are you And anyway, what I was finna say before I went off uh, talking about like, you know, this is this is for my people. This is for for real. And before, I, you know, what I realized was that over time, we we may have come a long way individually, but we have not come far at all as a people. We have not. And. And, you know, I just had a conversation with the homie C-Class yesterday. He was actually on a podcast a few weeks ago. And if you listen to the podcast with him on it, he's basically, he, he talk about, this is what he's speaking about. Like the name of the episode is Our Media is Our Culture. But anyway, I was speaking to him. I was speaking to him yesterday and, and we were sitting, we came to the realization like, you know, first of all, everybody needs to come together. That's the only way we're going to be able to move forward as a people. Everybody needs to be able to come together. And and in doing so, what we'll probably discover is that let's say, for instance, we were talking about an app, right? An app that you can download onto your phone that'll be able to connect us in some way, somehow, based off of whatever criteria. I'm not really going into the details about the app, but it's about connecting. And what we're probably going to discover is that there's a there's a thousand different people that looks just like us with their own apps. For the same thing that we're talking about, but everything is just so separate and so divided that if everything was on one platform, then we'll be in a much better position. I want you to tell me how many black owned grocery stores do you know of department stores, 99 cent and discount stores? Where are you going to get your essentials? And me and class, we were talking about that, too. He was like, dang, like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And if you do, let me know. Any anywhere in the San Diego area preferably cuz uh, I'd rather go pick it up instead of instead of ordering. <clears throat> but if I got to order then that's that's just what it is at the end of the day. Um I'm trying to support. I'm out here to support. I am out here to support however I can in whichever way I can. For real because if we're not <laughs> if we're not going to be together man then what we doing? Folks need directions. We need, it's time for some leadership for, for what we have going on so we can get the things that we want. Now, I mean, I see cops out there. They pro, they protested, too. They want to sit there and kneel, too. I, man, y'all should have did this shit a long time ago. Y'all should have did it a long time ago because now it's looking like a ploy. Now it's looking at a ploy because you see, you see, like, we could turn it up. If we want to turn it up, we could turn it up. I'm looking at aerial, aerial view shots of my people out there protesting. I see the cops out there they trying to surround them but really the cops are the ones that surround it from an aerial view shot looking down if they can see what I see if they can see what I see because if I could speak frankly to you for a moment when I first saw that it started to look like you know my mind went they don't even know my second thought was dang this seemed like some slavery stuff for real. And that shit hurts. 
because you don't really realize it until you realize it. I mean, yeah, we could say like the mentality is, is, you know, slavery evolved, you know, all these different things. Cool, 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 cool. But what I'm talking about right now is that these protests, when you see the cops are lined up in the street and you see that they are literally surrounded by all these protesters. But you can't tell if you're out there on the ground. I mean, you could tell, but you can't really tell. But as soon as you get that bird eyes view and you look down, you realize that if these folks really wanted to do something, they really wanted to make something shake. They can make it shake. There'd be a few casualties. But guess who's going to take the greater casualties? And I'm not advocating for that. But what I'm saying is. When I'm what I'm saying is. (laughs) Plans should have already been in motion from the other side to rectify what's been done to our people. It should have already been in motion. There should be no debate about, oh, well, I wasn't born. This is before my time, this, that, and the third. Because the things that were written on paper in black and white, you are benefiting from. As an other, you are benefiting from that. And you've been benefiting. Like, you don't even, it's so much so, it's like... This is why we say entitlement, like that's entitlement, because you don't even realize the privilege that you walk around with so much. So if someone try to call you out on it, like it disrupt your whole identity of yourself. So you got to go to the extreme, even if that person coming at you just wants you to be aware because awareness is always the first step. But that is so threatening to you. It's so threatening to who you are and to, to your identity that you're not willing to even acknowledge the possibility that it exists. As if you're not benefiting from it. As if you're not gaining while, while my people over here is losing based off the same whatever it is. Why do it need to be written down that black folks can own a business? Why do it need to be written down that, hey, Look, maybe th- maybe they're they they're they are human. You know, maybe they are a little more than three fifths of a fucking man. How are you going to try to tell somebody that they're less than a person and you have the nerve, the audacity and the arrogance to put that down in writing and then act upon it and then keep acting upon it? How? How? So this episode right here. Hold on. Let me check my time. Um, This is a good time to stop it. This is a good time. Uh, I'm pretty sure I missed a lot of things. I'm pretty sure I missed a lot of things that I wanted to talk about because I decided not to write anything now. I wanted to just speak freely. I wanted to speak about how we got to do for us in order to build our community. I want to speak on, on, are there any techies out there? Reach out. We're looking to develop some stuff. Um, It just it just it's just so much at and such such a short amount of time, you know, and it's every generation that we have to deal with this. We have to go out and protest. We have to go out and fight for something that should be inheritedly ours. How dare you? How dare you? How dare you take some <laughs> sit in and bring people over to a land that you fake discovered after you slaughtered the people that were already here? How dare you bring them over here for, for to do free labor to like to, to work for you for free? Hmm? When you sitting here, you you playing play, playing games, right? Hit the nigga baby. Right? You sitting there hanging folks and, and mailing it out on postcards. Like this is the type of stuff that you you this is the type of stuff that these folks are, are proud of. But it's not really what they're proud of. This is stuff that they tell us in school or whatever, because they don't tell you about how they were skinning folks and using their skins to, and making wallets and 
and designing their furniture with goddamn human skin, right? They don't tell you that. They don't tell you that. They just look at they just look at us like we crazy when, when we're responding back. Have you ever been in a relationship with someone? And they could do some 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 messed up stuff. It don't even matter what it is. It doesn't matter what level it's on. But as soon as you respond to that, as soon as you respond to being mistreated, they looking at you like you crazy, like, well, you're overreacting. But never once acknowledging what they did to cause you to react in such a manner. It's like they want to sit there and condemn you for having these different symptoms but never acknowledge the disease. That's wild. That's wild. That's wild. You know what? I'm <laughs> I'm gonna wrap up this episode for real right here. Um, thank you for checking out this episode of First Year Out Podcast, man. This is me down with this one. I'm out here in San Diego, California. I'm out here venting. I'm still giving away uh, these gift cards. I'm still donating every single month. You know, if you have a cause or whatever, just let me know because I'm I'm looking to donate. Um, obviously now my efforts are more pointed in a certain direction, and and that's just what it is. Um, reach out to me. <sighs> Thank you for bearing with me in this episode. Um, next week, hopefully, hopefully I'll be able to to get back in the swing of things and we could proceed as normal. If not, you know, it is what it is. Like. Like it is what it is. Like we're moving day by day, each of us. So we're on the we're on the same boat. We're on the same boat, man. And, and we all got to do our part so we can get to where we're trying to go to. Once again, my name is Don Witherspoon, man. I love talking to y'all, my people, my people. And I get up with y'all next week. <laughs>